All right, welcome back to Walk-Ins. Welcome. My name is Nick, also known as Fat Thor, God of Thunder. <laughs> and I've got Michael Post Malone. Michael Ray Malone. That's right, yeah, Michael Mike. Malone. Hey, the first thing I want to do before I do my typical spiel is I s- go stop this recording and go to YouTube and watch this. Okay? Yeah. So, but, yeah. Right? So our, our, our goal today is to talk about culture. Um, and part of our culture is doing stupid, fun things. And we are doing that now. I'm dressed up as Thor. Fat Thor, Michael's dressed up as Post Malone, and uh, our face tattoos and yeah, everything. Yeah, I mean, it's just worth going to YouTube right now. And we are here to help you <laughs> triple your revenue through digital marketing services and exceptional patient experience. But today we're going to talk a little bit about exceptional team experience, um, and it's going to be all about culture. Michael, before we go down this rabbit hole, is there anything you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, other than I have to say this, so this is just to kind of give reference, we are what? Two days from Halloween. That's right. This is the Friday before Halloween. Uh, our company's always gone all out for a costume party, but this year we were all trying to dethrone one person. Oh yeah, Hannah. And, every year, and there's three of us that are at that's that are trying our best right now. Well, so if I win, I win. If she wins, I win. Yeah. Why is that? <laughs> Because we're all in it together for our cult. Like no, this. because she dressed up as Nick the Marketer. Oh, no, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Year, which is awesome. Like, she is literally you. That's right. She, she dressed up as me. Yeah, if y'all are curious, like, if, if you've ever come across Nick the Marketer, you've probably seen the the pose of you opening, like, like Superman style. Yeah, Superman. And so Hannah is recreating that completely with blazer and shirt and everything. It's pretty fantastic. It's so good. It's amazing. Anyway, but yeah, so... <laughs> Well, the first core value of our company is culture trumps everything, right? We've prioritized it so much at our company that we thought we would bring an episode all around that because it's such an important piece of it. And we're dressed up for it. Yeah, and we're dressed up for it. What a great opportunity to talk about that. So we have seven or eight points here. Uh, We may or may not get through all of them because we, as promised, we're going to keep this to 25 minutes. Michael can't even watch me do this right now. I was like, who is this dude dressed up? Like, well, what, stuff? Like, here's that, like that reality. Here's a peek into your future. And oh I'm looking at <laughs> is this. What, this is what it would look like if I were Moses or Jesus or thick Jesus, maybe. I don't know. Thesis. All right. Okay. You got to take this thing down the road or we're, we're All clear. right. So let's get started right into this right now. I feel like I should even mix in some stuff. But there you go. There we go. All right. Let's, let's get go. going. So uh, first thing out of the gate is create an engaging employee onboarding. I will tell you, if you're going to set your culture up for success right out of the gate, it's going to start with the way you make people feel when they hired, when they get hired. Yeah. Right. So we've done some things and we're, we're actually, I've got some, some things in the future that we're putting together to better onboard our team members that come on board. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of the things that, that we do is, is, well, I'll tell you what, one of the things is the dress your desk. I was about to. So talk about that for a second. Yeah. So dress your desk, that is something new too, right? It is fairly new. um, And you, you may have seen this in different forms, but essentially it's, we want, you know, your desk is your personality or it should be. It shouldn't be a blank slate every single time. Right. And we want to give you an opportunity to make it you. And we actually give you a gift card. Right. Like, literally your first it's, – it's the most rewarding first day or two, right? I think so. Because in my head, it's it's kind of like when you get in that first class and they hand you the piece of paper. All right, you're done. Go on for your day. Literally our first day is, all right, we got your paperwork in place. Here's a $100 Target gift card. Go to Target. Come back, dress your desk, and you're done for today. Like That's right. it, it sounds, 
it almost like that's not very productive. We don't want it to be a productive other than to give you a chance to showcase who you are. Because and it takes a lot longer. It's it's not like they come in and then thirty minutes later they're yeah. out the door. Typically, it's, it's like half half the day is yeah, you're doing, doing your paperwork. some onboarding stuff, getting your paperwork in place, and then the, go to lunch. Here's a gift card. We'll see you toward the end of the day or the next day, and then. There you go. We also have a Slack channel where we blow them up with questions so that everybody gets mm-hmm. to know each other. Now, some context to that. Uh, we have people that work in, in-house in or in-office, mm-hmm. and we have people that work remote. And then we have hybrid people that are in and out of the office. Mm-hmm. So we use Slack. We we just we wear them out with questions, and we allow them to wear us out with questions. Yeah, like, yeah, and like, that's really funny, too. Who's your favorite Friends character? Yeah. What's your favorite episode of The Office? Mm-hmm. Like, what's your favorite color? You know, just some stuff like that. Oh, yeah. But we spend a lot of time, and they're allowed to shoot back, like, questions that we haven't thought about. It's super engaging. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and then on the other side, too. so hair in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Keep going. The other, uh, one of the other small pieces of onboarding that's unique to us is our favorite things list. That's right. That's actually one of the older ones now. Like, that's been around for it's a while. It's an OG. Yeah, so, and what it does, and your question is like, what, what do you mean favorite things? So, Part of our culture is that we reward people. Absolutely. And it can come in the standpoint of, like, this is our birthday coming. We have big birthday celebrations, uh, anniversaries, all these different things. Well, we can hand them 100 bucks, or we can do whatever, or we can literally go look at this list and specialize that gift. So right. much so it's exactly what they wanted. And they and most people kind of forget about their favorite things. But for like from my standpoint, because I usually go shop for some of these things, Pull up the Google Doc and say, "All right, they like this, 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 and this. You know, put it in the cart. Here's to go." And right. and we say favorite things. It can be drinks, snacks, uh, food, restaurants. Basically, we're checking off every box. So if we were going to buy a gift certificate or buy something for them, it kind of covers the gambit. And then right. we even have larger items on there. What's the experience you want to do? So we know, like, okay, this person loves going to rock concerts. So we know if we could at one point have an opportunity to give him one, we would. Yeah, it'd be so cool. Yep. I know we've tried to do that with some of our other team members. They yep. just haven't gone. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, It's too. not because we didn't let them. Yeah. But uh, creating that onboarding experience, we also plan out their first two weeks. It's yep. pretty chill, but it's also a lot of information that we're throwing at them, and we want them up to speed before we send them out the door or start working on accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, we also encourage team building and collaboration. Um, this is something that is going to allow, like, I don't want your immediate supervisor to be the only person that you're dealing with on a regular basis. So we want everybody to feel like they're one team. Now this could be, this could be very different for a multi-location. Like you're breaking down into smaller teams. I know we, we love Dave Ramsey's Entree Leadership. They have a thousand employees. They have to break out their team building and their collaboration. They have to build it into departments. So I'm not talking about your whole work family if you have a big team, but a leader typically, Michael, has about eight to 10 people they're responsible for. Right. Okay. So if that's the case, you can break out team building and collaboration into those things. Um, Some examples would be two truths and a lie about yourself. Yeah. We do this uh, when I'm in BNI where they'll say, Here, here's two facts about Nick and here's one that's fake and you pick it out. You pick it out. Which yeah. one's the lie, yeah. right? Um, what's, what's the next one here? Escape yeah, room? So you got escape room. Now, escape rooms have been around for a while. They have been. I, I, probably you can do them virtual now. Yeah, you can Yeah, you can do Zoom escape rooms. Uh, but no, the, the, fun about it, the fun part with escape rooms is that it forces your team to collaborate but just pure fun. Right. Like, and then you'll start to, then the personality start to come out and you start to see the strengths and the weaknesses in people a little bit with, with that. But it allows you just to have 
a deep, a slightly deeper conversation of what you're good at. And so it's, I like escape rooms just because they're just fun. And then there's a awesome reward at the end, like a lot of success. So it's always cool to see that, especially from a team environment, the team worked together and had success. But yeah, I think it's a great way. And then you have here on board games. Yeah. I mean, we, we like to play chess. We like to play Jenga. You like to lose in Jenga. I don't like to lose in Jenga. Let's go back to the <laughs> I was like, come on. Man. Should I play Jenga today with my, uh, uh, all my rings and all hey, my. I'm at a hindrance you got, you got, I got one with a pinky too. Play, yeah. play some Halloween jenga. Play some Halloween jenga. Hello jenga. Um, I was thinking with two truths and a lie. You know, as a medical practice, you could do like two medical syringes and a placebo or something. <laughs> like, you can have some fun with that. Let's just say it. Like you could do things. Um, nice. Plan regular social events for your team. Okay. Um, I, I hope this doesn't sound pie in the sky to you guys that are listening right now that have medical practices, but you have to build this into your culture. Uh, it, it says a potluck here, right? Like bring your own food. We're literally doing that We're today. We're doing that today along yeah. with dressing up and all the other things. I it's not super, like you have to have separate events. I cannot wait to have some sausage balls and some mummy dogs. I've already had two sausage balls. What's up? Uh, no, I don't know. Ugh, making me hungry. We have one of our clients. I went to it. They asked me. They keep asking me, hey, did Nick take any pictures? No, y'all kept feeding me ice cream. Yeah. They had an ice cream social. At, at, at their office and like they had ice cream and all the toppings and everything and they're like why didn't you take any pictures like dude i was eating your food well and, and dang, ice cream social and here's the thing too like a lot of i know your think thought process oh there's a lot of planning there's a lot of money about these social events is not a ton of planning because this is internal right like we're right. not like there are different events for internal, different events for bringing your customers and your patients to come by mm-hmm. but when it's all like hey for us, like we know Friday afternoons is a good time to plan the majority of this stuff. That's right. And we'll talk about like even beer 30. Like that's like, go a, ahead and talk about it. Yeah. But we're there. Yeah. And so like with the, like, so beer 30, obviously not, I don't drink. So it's not just beer only type of thing, but it's literally an opportunity for all of us just to relax. Yeah. Like Kimberly has wine 15. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> You know, some people like energy drinks. Some people just want to drink some water and hang out with the team. Or drink a Coke or whatever. But, but it, and here's the thing, too. We, there's a balance. So we used to do Beer 30 every Friday at 3.30. Right. And then we decided it, it started to become a hassle where yeah. we were, were busy. And then it, if it starts to become a negative thing, you got to adjust it. That's and right. so Beer 30 was heading that way. So we changed it. Now it's the last Friday of the month. So last Friday month at 3.30, come by our office. We're going to be sitting and hanging out. That's right. And today lines up with our Halloween uh, party that we're doing. So our beer 30 and our Halloween party is all in one. So our time's adjusted. But people are bringing in food. Mm-hmm. We're all dressed up. We're going to have a costume contest, essentially. And it's going to have some fun. We're even having, we're having uh, some spouses coming by. We have some other workers coming. Like, it's going to be a lot of fun. And we've been – and it's one of those things – if you don't put some uh, priority to it, it won't happen. It's so easy just not to do this. So we've talked a lot about already about onboarding. We've talked about collaboration and team building and how we have fun through Slack channels yeah. and, and, and Q&As and truth, truth and lies. And um, we've talked about events and those different kinds of things. All of that sounds great, Nick, but we're trying to run a medical office. Yeah. Okay, well, you probably have some people that are doing some really good work in there that need some employee recognition and some contribution there. Yeah, right? that, and that so, is and that you know our our one of our secret sauces is um a props channel. Yeah, we come on now. The props channel is legit. Like it is one of those and it's and we all rec so just to kind of understand this, we use Slack 
you don't know what Slack is, go to Slack.com. Go check it out. Uh, they really, have a free version of they it. They have a free version of it. Honestly, we're if we didn't have as many team members as we did, free version probably would be fine. But we have a paid version. But free works great. Uh, we have a cha- So inside Slack, you have channels. So for us, generally speaking, every client has a channel. Every department has a channel. Right. And then we have special channels. The so special channel for this is props. So inside of props, the entire goal there is to prop other people. Don't prop yourself, prop the other person and you wreck and make it legitimate. Like it's so, cause sometimes we just sit there, you know, we do our work and move on, but it, you know, occasionally like there's those moments, like you went the extra mile. I'm going to recognize you for it. And it's not just from the leaders. It's from coworkers too. Yes. And it's especially power from co from coworkers. Yeah. Cause uh, some people have that negative thought of, Oh, the leader has to do that. Like it, and you can honestly see that too inside of props. We've seen that with some past employees. Like that was a forced prop that seemed kind of fake. Right. So, but when you have coworkers that are like, man, they saved my butt or they made my life so much easier or they killed this, like it's mm-hmm. amazing. That's real. And I don't care who you are, what kind of personality you have, you're going to enjoy getting that response. And it's not like somebody stood up in a room and said it out loud. They threw it into a channel and everybody saw it. And then now you're getting likes and comments and like, you know, reassurances like, yeah, they killed it. This was amazing. Tao killed it. You know, that type of stuff. So. Well, it builds a positive culture of encouragement mm-hmm. and edification. Yep. Yep. And as a leader, I want to challenge you to edify the behaviors that you want duplicated within your organization. Don't reward ba- bad behavior. Yeah, ever. Right. Uh, that's an old but, like thing, but that is so real. But it, how, yeah. cool, how cool would it be that outside the props channel, but like maybe it's in one of your weekly meetings where you pull a five-star review out that one of your nurses or team members was named by name mm-hmm. and read it out to the team and then high-five them and put 50 bucks in their hand. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Now, we're doing something a little different. I don't want to go into any detail for, you know, save people involved, but, I mean, we're taking hundreds and putting it in people's hands, right? Yep. So, So that's just an example of rewarding good behavior and having it duplicated within your organization. Yeah, because when you start, and, and this is one of those things that it really does take, and talking about lead by example coming mm-hmm. up now, but it really does take that initial leadership to push it mm-hmm. and to kind of help in extend the boundaries. But it's really up to, and this is culture as a whole, is the culture is what happens when the leader leaves. Uh, and this brings me to the next thing, which I love. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's leading by example. Yep. So culture is more than just how you treat your team members. Mm-hmm. Culture is more than the fun things that you do inside and outside of work. Yep. Right? Culture is more than all of these things combined. It is exactly what you said is what the leader does when they leave the room. Now, here's the thing. It happened today where somebody was challenging somebody else for working on vacation, right? Yeah, yeah. Or checking their emails or slacks or something like that outside of working hours because we have built a culture of be here when it's time to be here and be at home when it's time to be at home. Yep. Be present where you are. Yep. Right? If I'm going to ask for your time throughout the day, I'm going to give you completely back your time. It's your time Mm -hmm. when you're not paid to be here. Yep. Does that make sense? And we built and, a culture around it. Well, like, in, you tried to call me 5.30 the other day. That was funny. I didn't call you back. <laughs> I just wanted you to know that I wasn't dead, man. That's all. Well, and I assume that's what <laughs> I assume that's what it was. And I was like, if it was a real, and I noticed too, if it was like a legit issue, yeah. there would have been a text follow of, hey, I actually do need to talk to you. Yeah. But, but at the same time, you weren't like, 
hey, call me. Because you knew, like, ah, it was after five. Yeah. That's, that's the expected result. Did not make me mad at all that you didn't answer the phone or anything. You're probably just smirking, like, yep, yeah. and he still won't answer the phone after that's five. Right. And I'm good and, with it. And, that, and that's something, like, I'm not going to lie. So every single person that we brought on, they get really confused by they that. They can't handle it. They literally say, like, wait, you do what? And And the first reaction is always, that's not real. You're, you're just saying that to make it sound really good, but I bet y'all just abuse the crap out of it. Do you remember us not, I'm not going to say who it is again. Do you remember us not hiring somebody because we were putting them through the interview process and they kept texting me after hours and I texted them back and I said, look, I'm not answering your text because it's after hours. And part of our culture DNA is we don't work outside of our working hours. I forgot about that guy. <laughs> and he goes, I get what you're saying, but, but and then went on a rant and the and that was it. I shut down his application process. Yeah, yeah. That was it. He's, you're not going to work like here. That's you're not, not going like, to Well, and that's something we've learned too. You may be really awesome at your skill set, and this is to apply to anybody. And right? He was, but if the personality, like man, a bad personality will ruin a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like the last thing you don't want to happen is that you, have a, you bring in somebody who has a great skill set, but their personality doesn't jive. But you but you knew it and you ignored it. And he's like, right. I, we'll get past it. He's he or she's really good at what they do. I don't care. They're a top performer. Um, and then you have people quit. Or you have people get really frustrated with that person, and you keep just making the exception. That's right. And then all of a sudden, your culture starts to tank. Because I can go and I can guarantee you, like, that bad apple rea- is a reality. Like, it can ruin so many relationships It'll so fast. It'll poison the whole bunch. I it will. That's how they say it. Right? It really will. Well, look, leaders, listen up. If you are running your urgent care, you're running your medical practice, you're running your chiropractic office, if you're running it, you have to lead by example. You have to keep the right attitude. Yep. But here's the most important thing, Michael, I think you would agree with this, is you have to do the things that you're asking other people to do in your culture. Is Do as I say, and, like, and I'm going to do the same, right? The, my dad used to make this joke of when I was a kid. He would say, do as I say, not as I do. And he would mm-hmm. do something like a kid shouldn't do. Like my f- most memorable thing, if you can just imagine. So I was eight and my dad had, oh, okay, actually I was 11. Anyway, my dad had a new 1999 Durango. Right? Okay. So Dodge Durango. Those are legit 99, man. 5.4 liter V8, rural drive. It was fun. So every time it rained, he would say, do as I say, not to do. And we would go up on a railroad track, stop the w- rear wheels on it, and just floor it and not move. And just let it spin and let right it on the rails. <laughs> Every cool. single time. I know, man. Your dad's got that streak in him. I think he may. I think he may. <laughs> Point is, is I want you to lead by example in the Slack channels. I want you to lead by example by planning events, not just your team leaders, but you being the leader. Lead by focusing on employees and the contributions that they make and how you edify that so that it can be duplicated within your organization. None of this works, though, if you don't understand your own core values. And honor them, right? Exactly. Like, like it's one thing to write them down. It's one thing to put them in a manual. It's one thing to put them on the wall. Mm -hmm. But it's a whole different thing to actually put them in practice and respect them. Like, they were... If they were legitimately put together, there was a reason behind every single one of them. Because I remember, you know, because yeah, if you cor- didn't steal them, right? <laughs> It'd be great if you didn't steal them and you came up with them on your own. But like with the core, like our core values here, so they've adjusted a little bit, a little bit over time, not a ton, but like COVID kind of brought out some stuff, gave an opportunity like to reflect and like, okay, what are some adjustments we can make here? But they just kind of boil down to like they. I think our 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 culture should be a direct reflection of our core values, and they really are. 
Like in any, in, in, if there's ever a moment where we're questioning something, we say, what does our core value say? Okay, yeah, you're right. Let's do that then. It's the guiding light. It, it is. Now, is it perfect? No. Will it change? Sure. But there has to be really good reasons mm -hmm. for it to change. You don't need 100 core values, by the way. We have four, four. and we whittled it down from five. Yep. Um, there's a famous uh, real estate company called um, Keller Williams. You've probably heard of them, right? So Keller Williams got like 20 core values. I don't even know how they do it. But you know what, though? Those real estate agents can rattle them off. Yeah. They use they use it as their password, like the format. It's yeah. like R2C3, whatever yeah, it is, yeah. right? So, like, I don't know. I just gave out like a thousand people's password. Sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, the, like, that's your fault, not mine. <laughs> um, anyway, that being said, though, like, you define your culture values, you define your core values, and then you adhere to those, and that builds the culture in your in your organization. And, and like you had noted here, too, you got to teach it. Like I talk it, about it a lot. You do. And it, and this is something that I think a lot of people don't realize because I know you had a frustrating time with it where I've I've talked about this all the time. Why they act like they don't know about it? Mm -hmm. And I said, it was because that's that's everything in life. Like yeah. if you don't repeat and harp on something, we even talked about um, there was something this week we discussed. Like I think it was culture in general. We're like, man, culture's really good. And I said, honestly, I ask about culture on every single monthly one-to-ones, house culture. And they're all like, it's the best it's ever been. Yep. And that's a good and bad thing. It's great that we all recognize that. But then the second we keep our eye off of it and say, oh, we make the assumption, ah, we're good. Now think about it. Something changes. Something starts to fall down. And it's not like it takes hours upon hours to keep culture in play. It's mm -hmm. really just keeping the boundaries. And then there are those key moments. Like, are you going to enforce culture or are you going to let it slip? And when you start to let things slip, then it starts going down a path right. and you have problems. But. Well, that brings us to our last thing. It's funny that you said that because it's it, our last bullet point here is to encourage an open exchange of ideas. Yeah. What that means to me is not only talk through the ideas, but encourage feedback of all different kinds. And, and actually do it. Yeah, like not just what you want to hear, but like feedback that you want. We put like, I, I ask this question all the time, Michael, is what am I not doing that I should be doing mm -hmm. as a leader. Like I want your feedback and I think they're, everybody's now comfortable to tell me what they really want to tell me. And I, lo <laughs> I love that though. The, the, and this is the, uh, this is the, I, I, I'm not going, I hate the phrase open door policy. Yeah. It's, it doesn't mean anything Yeah, because the door can stay open, but if they're afraid to talk to you. It yeah, doesn't matter. They'll never walk through it. And you have to, and that's the part of leadership. You got to be vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. Like you got to admit, I don't have all the answers. You got to admit that you made a mistake. You got to admit that you thought you had it figured out, but mm -hmm. you don't. Um, or and you got to admit you're afraid. All that. It, it's all real. And I think people forget that. Like, oh, I got to stand on this boat and just be like this filter. But it's not, that's not the case. And the reality is there's a reason why you hired all these people. And because they're, they're smart and they're good at what they do and you respect them and they respect you. So it's, it'd be stupid for you not to just engage with them. Mm -hmm. Open the door in front of people in terms of like, talk to us. I need feedback. What is your answer? Even if you already have an idea what it should be, I need some additional feedback here. Tell This is what I want to do. Do you think it's a good idea? And act on it. If you don't act on, that's great feedback. All right, then we'll do it. And you don't do it. Right. You just lost all that respect. So, so I think there's a balance there. We could, you know, collaborate on this for a second. I, I, I think I take into consideration just as a leader, and I know you do this as well, mm -hmm. 
here's all the feedback I gathered. What is going to be relevant to implement? Yep. And what, what makes sense? So, so I just wanted to put, not push back, but just like collaborate with you on that a little bit to say, not every idea is going to be something that you're going to put into practice. No, not everything. Nor should it. No. Nor should it. You have as a leader, a bigger picture, a bigger vision, a bigger responsibility, right? Those things are are different than the perspective that you're receiving from. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you want to empower your people, if you get a handful of ideas and you just implement one or two of them, you're going to, you're going to one, give credit to the person who brought that idea to the table, period. That is not your idea. Don't take credit for it. Give it to them, edify them. And then that will cause people to bring ideas that will make you, I'm going to say wealthy, but I don't mean money wise. I mean, wealthy, healthy, and free. Yep. Well, and then the other side of that too. So, you know, edify them, they brought, you know, they brought the idea and you implement, but it is still your responsibility. If that idea falls on its face, mm. it's not there. Well, Joe Blow told me to do it. It's screwed up. I'm not going to trust him again. No, you took the idea, you liked it, you filtered it, and you said, we're going to do this, and it still failed. It's still your responsibility as a leader because you committed to it. Right. So, And you have to remember that, too, because it's so easy to place blame, but it doesn't – all you're doing is wrecking things. If mm-hmm. you're just going to place the blame in other places, if you don't accept the blame for something like that, the responsibility of it, you're going to have issues. So there you go. There's seven quick bullet points on how to create a vibrant culture because culture trumps everything else. Yep, and we are literally wearing it right now. So this is our last call. Please go check us out on YouTube right now if you want a good laugh yeah. with my face tattoos, with my uh, arm tattoos, my jewelry, uh, barbed wire on my head. Uh, dude, your wife did such a good job of putting all that together on you. It's yeah. fantastic. Yep, yep. But all right, guys. Well, um, so look, just a real quick recap. Um, just to, I always like to do this. Get your papers together. Yeah, get my papers there together. There you go. So the seven things were create an engaging employee onboarding, encourage team building and collaboration, plan regular social events for your employees, a.k.a. Beer 30. There you go. Uh, focus on employee contributions, lead by example, focus on core values. Make sure you have good ones. I want to add one thing. I know we're wrapping up this episode. Go ahead and put the And then the, the seventh was encourage an open exchange of ideas. And number eight. I know you don't treat your work as family. And I don't think you should. I think you should treat it like a team. Right. But I think you should build tradition. Yeah. Okay. That's something that'll be, it's not this on costume here. contest is a tradition. Exactly. This is a, I just thought of that. Like yeah. literally just thought of that. And I'm thinking we have a tradition of making really good Christmas cards. Oh yeah. We have a tradition. Hey of y'all want one? Go email us. We'll yeah, send you one. There you go. We have a tradition of having fun at Halloween. We bring our team in from out of town for Halloween. Mm-hmm. We have a tradition of a Thanksgiving meal, yep. right? We have a tradition of not working from Christmas Day to New Year's Day, right? There's some traditions that we've built that are part of our culture that would be really, really weird if we took them away. Yeah, and, and birthday it, posters, birthday posters, yeah. uh, birth, uh, or just celebrating a birthday in general. Yeah, exactly. And and the nice thing is, like, it's such a tradition for these items that when people leave it continues on it's, it's not it's not tied to one person because we joke about hannah she's part like she's part of our culture because of her energy yep. levels but we all know too like no culture is beyond one person that's right it's the entire team it's the entire company but yeah like i'm trying to think what other traditions do we um 
we take the interns out on their first lunch. You know, take them out for lunch. We do that for employees too. You know, yeah, employees the, too. Intern, intern lunch, team lunch. Yep, do that. Uh, we do a intern celebration at the end of the semester. I think we're going to do client appreciations from the client uh, on, we, on a regular basis just, for our local. And, and that's the thing too. A tradition is not one time. A tradition means it happens every year or every whatever that time interval is consistently. I would like to note about that for those who are listening that do business with us that are not here. There's been times where we've sent out pizza parties to our we have to our patient care like and that right? oddly gets complicated sometimes. It does. <laughs> who, who I thought, do not ask anybody where they like to get their pizza from. Just ask them their favorite pizza toppings and then, and then let it be. And if it's not that great of a pizza, they don't. They're still gonna good say, "Good lord, <laughs> that was a, a trip." We called three or four different pizza places for that one. And then anyway, I, I'm and done the, with that. And That's, the timing of it was. A challenge. Anyway. Build your own traditions as part of your culture. I just wanted to add that as a, a bonus. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thank you all again for listening to us. I hope it was. this was not about tripling revenue, but it kind of could be, right? It helps. Good culture increases revenue for sure. Um, but And then, of course, go check us out on YouTube if you want to have a good laugh, especially with Thor over here looking really good. Um, and we will catch you all on the next one. Have a great week. See you next Wednesday.